Good morning, all you peacocks and peahens. Welcome to your T double E double R double I double F double I double C, your terrific, tantric, tantalizing Tuesday. Whatever you need it to be for you, let it be so. Daniel Marie gonna get us kicked off here in just a second. Hopefully, your day's off to a happy start and not erupting already like Mauna Loa. Here we go. It's Tuesday, Jason in the morning on AM 1321. I wake up in the morning, don't even hit the snooze. Jump right out of bed to get that 15 minute news. It's Jason in the morning, it's Jason in the morning. AM 1321 is the best news happening now. It's Jason in the morning, it's Jason in the morning. All you beans and peacocks, it's time to gather around. It's Jason in the morning. Right, in our first story today, we already talked about Mauna Loa has erupted, or erupting, but it sounds like they've got everything under control. They've, they've had all these measurements, seismometers, everything else going on in Hawaii, so they're just monitoring the lava. They've extended some emergency warnings for folks saying, hey, just be aware, this is a thing, this is a thing. So it's very interesting when you look at natural disasters that happen around the world and how we respond to them, right? You know, a tsunami, boom, it comes out of almost nowhere. You have little warning because something has happened in the ocean and a wave is coming. But when it hits, it hits and it's massive destruction immediately. You have hurricanes and tropical weather. Those things you, you find out a week out, hey, there might be a potential for half the world. And then that whittles itself down and then 36 hours, people get warning and then 24 hours and then boom, it happens. And then destruction, earthquakes come out of nowhere. Boom, 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 right? Tornadoes. Same thing. It's very interesting, all the different ways and how people, and, and always a discussion of, uh, you know, being, uh, spent a lot of time on the West Coast growing up and then uh, spent time on the East Coast. And there was always that debate, well, what would you rather have, earthquake or hurricane? And I was like, well, I don't know. You know, it really depends. But the, the difference is that with a hurricane, it's like a slow burn. It's like, all right, is it coming? Is it not coming? What, what are we doing, right? But both different, very different types of destruction, too right uh, lava obviously that's going to be a problem for everyone and everything in its path um and if you check out some of the videos of the lava flow i mean that stuff was moving moving right um earthquake i can pick up all my broken stuff right uh, you know as long as i'm not falling into a hole in the earth and you know hurricane eh, flooded stuff wet stuff eh, i don't want to pick that up anywho that's leading here second story for today very confusing story but out of axios there is a kids online safety act. Sorry, sound like peanut butter this morning with a for you. Maybe that'll get well. I was gonna say that'll get cut out in editing, but if you haven't listened to this podcast before, we don't edit it. We do it all in in a take. Uh, you've got the A side, you've got the B side. You get what you get. And you do not throw a fit uh, for you. So this story about Ashley Gold out of Axios. There are actually lots of human rights people, LGBTQ plus organizations that wrote to Congress saying. We don't want this Kids Online Safety Act, right? Well, of course, the headline is like, well, what the, yeah, what the deuce? What, why would we not want online safety? So this is your mind broke for the day. Which, which side of the coin are you on? Because on one side of the coin, the issue that you have 
is you have a lot of people out there threatening youth, threatening the youngins, causing issues with online, so they need laws and things to help them be protected. Other groups, though, say uh, that the well-being, according to the story, quote, well-being of children should be protected, end quote. This also includes ACLU, GLAD, Fight for the Future, Electronic Frontier. Um, but what they're saying is that the bill would actually go against it because in order to protect the children, they would actually need more uh, software that's you know, searching pictures, it's searching, you know, remember the story we talked about with Google where, you know, you, it shut the guy's uh, account down because he put a picture or video of his naked kid uh, on his on his wife breastfeeding or whatever that was, and so there were, you know, somewhere somebody's looking, right? So in order to protect, you gotta look. And so what they're saying is it actually exposes and opens portals more for them to be looked at. So I, I don't know which side, you know, the, the parents out there, what, what do you think? right? Uh, and even those that aren't, because this would affect you too, because it would have to search all your activity too to figure out what's going on. It's kind of like uh, Bitmojis, right? Um, I think that's, is that what it's called? Uh, the They're like these avatar things that you have for like Snapchat. You can use them in your keyboards. But if you actually look in your settings, and, and I'm speaking from uh, iPhone experience here, um, but if you look at your settings when it comes to choosing what you're doing and if you want uh, exposure to, sorry, I don't told you we do this in, in one set here. So uh, Bitmoji is what it's called, right? So if you allow full access, the warning that pops up says full access allows the developer of this keyboard to transmit anything you type, including things you have previously typed with this keyboard. This could include sensitive information such as your credit card number or street address. Okay, so when you use things like this, if people aren't reading the disclaimers, you're giving people treasure troves worth of information. And so I have to imagine that is the only reason for these groups to step in because they're saying, hey, if we're if we're gonna do this, we have to expose and, and open ourselves and be vulnerable for all these pieces that are going to push this information, right? And I don't know about you, but I read those things and go, whoa, I don't know that I need some rando developer having access to everything I type. That's just, it's just crazy, right? Have you seen these commercials uh, with uh, encrypted messages or whatever? It, it might be meta, I don't know if it's WhatsApp, but you know, where they're sending carrier pigeons with their information. And almost the same thing, right? We've gone so far into the digital age that people are just leaving their back doors exposed. I mean, is that something you wanna do? I don't know. We'll be back <laughs> on the B side for sure. Well, did you do it? Did you expose the back door, your B side? <laughs> Here we are on the B side coming back at you. Here we go with your next one. This one coming out of Fort Worth. This one's an interesting one on a lot of different layers, but a happy ending no less. We've talked about DNA, places like 23andMe and, and Ancestry, et cetera, that are bringing people together, some in good and some in bad, people, you know, finding kids they didn't know they had, et cetera. But this one <clears throat> was someone who was kidnapped by her babysitter. This is Melissa Highsmith. She was kidnapped from a, by a babysitter in Fort Worth in 1971. She was 22 months old, according to the story disappeared for 51 months or 50, 51 months 51 years 
um, the parents had looked forever and exhausted all the resources. Uh, and, and, you know, the closest they got was in recent years saying that she might be in North Carolina, uh, but that was it. But through the use of DNA, uh, this connected her to possible relatives, did some digging, and then come to find out uh, by connecting through Facebook, finding the people and said, hey, um, you might, you know, you might be my, my dad's daughter, etc. Found a sister, reconnected with the family. Turns out she was in South Carolina, so pretty close. But if you think about it, this is kind of an amazing thing, right? If you think about back... You, know, you don't have to go too far. I mean, even in the 80s and the 90s when we had white pages in the phone books, right? And remembering, you know, did I want my number to be listed in the phone book? And these massive phone books, you know, showed up at your door. And thinking from a marketing perspective, really how monopolizing that was. Because if you weren't in the phone book, how are people going to find you, right? Or maybe that was better for small businesses. I don't know. Or maybe the internet's better for competition. I don't know. But the point here is, you know, Facebook, for all the wrong reasons, right reasons, both mixtures, Right you still have a place where people can at least attempt, in this case, to find others. Because what the DNA sites are lacking is this connective piece where they're able to search and find and look and say, hey, are you this person? Are you related to this person? Are you, you know, I don't know, connected somehow? Uh, this is personally, and you know, been a uh, blessing, I guess, blessing. Hey, I've told you I'm part South too, right? But hey, uh, you know, has been something that's impacted my family as well, uh, where, you know, the DNA tied to it and led to Facebook, etc., so on and so forth. And the rest is history. So a uh, very interesting uh, piece there and, and just thinking on, well, what if we didn't have this piece or something that could connect us? I know it's not wide open because not everybody has it. So it's not all complete. Last but not least, Merriam-Webster's word of the year was announced, gaslighting. I still don't get it. If one of you listeners can explain this to me, I th thank you. I would owe you tremendously, right? Uh, maybe I get, you know, a bowl of fruit there. I'm not sure. But gaslighting, uh, you know, mind manipulating, gross and misleading. Um, I don't know what the exact definition that they chose for it was, but that is the word of the year. <laughs> for this year um and i know it's used a lot i just don't understand it but uh use increased by 1740 percent apparently uh for it and so there you go that's your word of the year all right in sports big day we're finishing up the group rounds so that means you've got folks that are playing at the same time now instead of staggered so your early games your early matches today ecuador senegal netherlands and qatar nothing doing there big one though is iran and usa lots of political uproar the usa over the weekend had posted uh the iranian flag without uh the emblem in the middle as a sign of protest against uh you know the women's rights and the other things going on in the country iran said the u.s should have been kicked out of the world cup wales and england that's a big one so basically uh you know wales can only get in if they defeat England and Iran beats the United States. So they need a lot of help. England uh, is pretty much cruising as long with a tie or a victory. Uh, the US has to win. Iran has to win. So that's an intriguing group as well. 
Uh, NFL action yesterday actually was interesting for a change. Still had, you know, losing records uh, for the groups, but Steelers on top 24-17. Interesting quarterback Matt Ryan has never beaten the Steelers or the Patriots or the Falcons, obviously, because he's never played the Falcon, the Falcons either. Uh, also, what we've got, uh, let's see, a Lightning, Golden Knights, Maple Leafs, Devils, Stars, and Oilers, all winners yesterday. That's what we've got for you today. Make sure that you put a smile on your face. I'll put a big one on there for everyone else. Be good peacock. Show your feathers. Get them out there. It's color. You got to love it. You got to feel it. What is that color today? Is it new? Is it is it wearing on you? How does it feel? Can a color feel? I bet it can. All right, that's what we got going on. Hopefully, you're looking forward to things this week for you, enjoying the relaxation, or you're out there hustling and bustling. Whatever it is you're doing, <laughs> relaxation's coming. As always, be good to yourself. Be good to each other. Be a good human. Jason in the morning, we're out of here.